they gave us a was I have the Ceramonic Blink 500s? So they had some like knockoff system for it. What is that exactly? The Blink 500. Yeah. Uh, it's the wireless lav system. Okay. For it's but it's like I have like the older one, so there's no uh, like readings on it. Essentially, gotcha. you're just uh, you just connect to your camera, and then you can't separate channels either. Which is the this one you can separate channels. Like See, right that's now, nice. I have it on split mode, so. It, sometimes I catch myself like I could hear myself breathe and I that's like I hate when I hear podcasts and I hear podcasters breathe it's just such a distracting sound <laughs> so I always forget to like turn the mic away or something like that no, I feel so like I always it. make sure just to mute me because usually the guest is going to talk for the most part and I'm got you so uh, yeah but <laughs> let's get it cracking man oh, no, my bad I told no, you're, you're good, you're good. Right. cheers dude. cheers man cheers Good stuff. Well, guys, welcome back to the Modern Creative Podcast. This is my boy, Zeke Kitchens. He is a San Diego-based photographer. No, are you a photographer? I do a little photography. You do a little bit of photography, but yeah. you're mostly photography. Yeah. He's an editor as well, an all-around content creator podcaster too, correct? Do a little podcast. I'm trying to – I've taken a nice long pause from that, and I've actually been talking to uh, Chris, uh, the guy who runs uh, – Copy uh, Steel? Yeah, Copy and Steel yes. Live Studios. Yes. I've never communicated. We follow each other. Just like I would like yeah. to actually meet him one day. Because um, the stuff you, that he does looks pretty dope, and the studio is, just looks amazing. That's why I think you guys would hit it off. He's a cool dude, and mm -hmm. I think you, you guys would definitely have a lot of common ground mm -hmm. there to talk about. But and that's why I love like working with the dude because he's like live production mastermind over there. Right. Which I'm like to me, I'm like I doesn't really make sense. I will go and help him out with like being like a live camera angle and gotcha. stuff like that. Oh, so you just kind of pretty much help him out for the most part. Then I'll do like help with like editing like projects and that kind of stuff too. But gotcha. yeah, in terms of like the on-scene production and pre-production, that's like all Yeah, because I, I see his BTS and I'm like, holy shit, that's so much equipment, so many chords. It's like, bro, I'm just getting anxiety just looking at that shit. Dude, it's, well, and that and like the way he builds shows too, it's cool because he like throws, like he's got all the graphics and everything already in there. So it's like, as soon as people walk out the door, I'm like, if if it's they don't want it, if they don't want an edit, they can just upload that shit right there. Holy shit! Probably just cut off the beginning and then right, and there's your show. Shit, man. Well, Zeke, dude, it's been a minute since we last. I think the last time we saw each other was from the last recording from the previous podcast. It's man. been a while. How, been how, a while. How's life been, man? How's work been? How's what's going on with you, man? Shit, I so I was. I'm trying to think what I was doing last time when I was up here. Hmm. I mean, you were doing like you were heavy into like the music video scene. Yeah, I'm still like heavy. I and I see like, you're still like I feel like you double down on it, man. I definitely double down on it more now. I mean, because it's like I love doing it, and I, I was doing a lot of like commercial cannabis stuff for a while, and yeah. uh, it was like one of the companies I was working with. I don't know what happened with them. Just one, I woke up one morning and that shit was gone. It was just the page was gone, or just, the this company was just gone. He Jeez. just said we're we're done. And I was Jeez. like, oh. Okay, I guess I that's it. I do remember you were, that yeah. was like your like your full-time retainer client. Right? Yeah, and that's why I was like, because, but to, and that's why I've always kind of like, I never really had both feet in there because I just had a feeling I'm like, I'm going to try to collect as much as I possibly can right now, but I have a feeling I'm like, because it's a startup company, especially yeah. startup and cannabis. Shit, I, especially, if you make it past that first year. Especially in yeah. Southern California, I feel like there's a ton of competition. Like, you, I remember I, I filmed. You got to be real unique. One like, of my f yeah. first ever like big gigs, like when I was starting, I, I did something for uh, BAM. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with them. It's mm. They're pretty big oh. in like the Long Beach area. Is it, the, uh, is it a flower brand? I, it's actually a cannabis. Uh, it's a 
fucking just I'm so foreign to that that world, man. I don't even know shit about. <laughs> I don't know the dispensary or like And I did something for them, uh, but like yeah, cool. they were teaching me and explaining it, like the differences. And I'm like, bro, I'm a virgin to this, man. I don't even know anything. <laughs> I got virgin logs, man. I don't know shit about shit. But dude, I see you like always at like for example, like Hendo Studios all the time, just recording and always doing some other some shit, bro. Like, yeah, how's that been? That's been good. I just uh, yeah, I mean, I get a lot of work just uh, mainly through like. Instagram and mm. then uh, I keep I keep my thumbtack on just for shits and giggles. I really I thumbtack. If you're watching this, your company sucks. It's been bad. I, I literally Wait, explain that to me. I don't even know so, what that. I was gonna ask. Oh, you what want, is so that? thumbtack is I actually used it really heavy when I was first starting out to like like kind of build clientele. So okay. it's a lead generation service. Gotcha. And uh, so like starting out, it was like you're maybe paying at most like twenty dollars a lead, which I was like it's pretty. It's not a, I mean, for, especially for your services, I mean, that's like easy. Well, and that's what I mean. I'm like, it's not bad. And I think maybe at most, like for video projects, it would like top off around like 35, 40 that's bucks. That's not bad at all. It's not at all. Yeah. And that's why I like, and the other thing that's nice is they help advertise your page too, gotcha. which is the only reason why I even keep it on there. But they started getting to the point where they were just sending leads from all over the world. I'm like, I'm I so, literally, I'm like, they want to fly me out to Japan in well, the game, but and that's why I was like getting annoyed. So I like I got on the phone with them the one day because I was like, look, man, I'm like, I, you guys have this whole preference page. I like I took like two hours filling this out just to make sure everything's cool and uh, like because the it's not the issue of people reaching out; it's the issue that you get charged every time you reached out. So like the one week I had like oh man, dude, oh, so it's not an accident then. The one week I had five hundred dollars in dud charges. Just like that was just one week. Like there was times where I was sending like. And you actually have to pay for that? Yeah, I was. There was times where I was spending like two to three thousand dollars a month on Thumbtack to get leads. Bruh. Granted, I will say it does balance out. You know what I'm like? Yeah. But there got to a certain point for a while where I'm like, I just lost a thousand dollars this month for fucking nothing, right. essentially. Which and I was like, yeah, especially like you said, like you you took the time to like set your preferences and whatnot and all your settings so to avoid those. That's why he's from New Hampshire or some shit like that. Yeah. Well, because you get a lot of people who reach out under the video editor, like uh, just like they're looking for a video editor, but th what they're looking for is a videographer. Gotcha. They just and don't. They, okay. Because so then I think it's also, it's definitely, it's part, I think just maybe ignorance on the side of the consumer because they don't, they know they want a video, but they don't necessarily understand the steps to get to making that oh, video. Yeah, the you got to love educating the clients. Well, and then Thumbtack doesn't give a shit because they're like, oh, great. Yeah, you contact money. five people because right there we just made $125 doing absolutely oh, nothing. Man, that's, that's a little wild. I, I have heard of that uh, sort of lead generation for videographers, but in the wedding space. I forget what the, the company is called. Uh, but I've always... Is it The Knot? The Knots, correct. Okay, and yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. some not so great things. So similar to I've what heard, you're saying, yeah, it's I've, like what you said right there just re reminded me of The Knot and people pretty much kind of bashing it. And that's, I think it's, it, it didn't start off so shitty and it just has gotten progressively worse now to the point where, yeah, I literally like, I have my, I have the minimum budget of like $42 or something like a week that I'll spend. Jeez. And even then they'll still always get me. They always will still like send me a lead. And the leads know. are legit though. They're not like and, no phony bots or fan or. And that's why I'm like, it's hard for me to like, I don't really, I'm not going to close it down completely because I still do get quality stuff from there gotcha. like you know and it's just it really but like on there now i just have my settings so i'm like i'm only looking for like like higher paying clients sure on there. so I'm sure. like it's not essentially just like my starting package on thumbtack is like at a thousand just because i'm like i know i got to pay like for the lead service and all that kind of stuff too and then 
also, I don't trust Thumbtack to always send me good stuff. So I'm like, at least I know I'm like, I'm just, there's a better chance that this person's going to follow through with the right. project. Right. But, Damn. Well, dude, Zeke, uh, are you still doing, um, I think the last time we spoke, I think you were doing like uh, either skate videos or something like that. Cause you're, are you from the skate scene or? No, nah, not from the skate scene. Um, you were doing some sort of extreme sports, I believe. Fuck, I'm trying to think what I was I've shot so many weird things. Or, or maybe like <laughs> maybe it was like bands or something like that. But like God, I've done, yeah, I've done how, it. How's the uh, music video scene uh, been treating you though? Very well. It's been nice. Yeah. I I mean I love like I love working on music videos because I feel like you you have a lot of creative freedom compared to like I don't know maybe like a corporate gig or something like that. Not that you can't get creative with that shit. It's but just, with the music video, you could really flex your imagination. Yeah, I'm like you. I'm as long like, as the budget's there. Yeah, like, look, like, I want you to take a bite out of this unpeeled banana or just like some weird shit like that. Where I'm like, in a normal video, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? But right. like a music video, you're like, I like it. Like, yeah, it just fits. Like you can just do weird stuff with that. And then it's fun because I would say like 99 percent of the people I work with are very passionate about what they do because chances are they're not like they're not making big bread yet off of this, and it's more like this is just their passion. So they right. love doing this. And it's fun to work with people like that too. Cause yeah. you know, like it's just when you can put both your heads together on a project, there's, you can make some really cool stuff. Do you ever uh, bump heads with artists uh, in, in regards to creative direction? Mm. Or is that all discussed previously in pre the pre-production stage where you both know what's happening? It's kind of on paper in a sense, and there is no sort of friction in, in during production. Uh, I mean, you're always going to have some like little discrepancies here and there, but I would say for the most part now, I've kind of like just changed how I take in clients in general, just across the board. It's, I have the pre-production meetings. I make sure we go over the notes. We usually have at least like two phone calls before like the day of the shoot. Not like two hours I love that you long. take it serious like that, man. Yeah. I, there's some, I mean, there's kids out there that will just show up at the shoot. Well, no, like if somebody hits me up and they're like, I just want to do a run and gun video and I want to show up here at this spot. Okay, it's different. Cool. Like, it's, that's fine. Yeah. But that's why I'm like, if you want, that's like, then I can show people, I'm like, if you want your video to look like this, you weird. set an expectation. Yeah, that's why I'm like, if you want to do run and gun, sure, we can, like, I can definitely, but like, do work not expect a, some sort of like crazy effects or whatever well, because that wasn't previously discussed. Yeah, and that's typically for like the run and gun stuff too. It is all, I usually do it at like a little bit of a lower price, but also that's because I'm putting in zero pre production. Right. I'm so, literally, I'm like, you give me the location, the time. I'll be there for like three hours. We'll shoot this, and then I'll I'll put something together. Right, but right, right. Now, if somebody's like comes to me and they want to put like together a storyline, that's why I'm like, if you want to take the extra time, so like that's why I've kind of just been like packaging. Like I've been trying to get because uh, I don't have anything like on my website yet, but yeah, just was, by, behind the scenes, I've been sort of working on what I want to do for packaging and what things I want to include with each package as well too, just because. Is I love having people reach out to me, but I also think that might like if might help me find more serious people too at the same time because I'm like some like if somebody's like I've had people be like for like a run and gun music video maybe I'll do for like a two hour shoot and then you'll get like I'll maybe we'll offer like one round of revision for that mm -hmm. and that's like. Like if you're not giving me anything to go with off beforehand, you can't really give me fucking notes. Afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and I during my rookie days when I was into the video, uh, the music video scene, I've gone through that. Yeah, where but you it's made like, some pretty cool fucking videos too, man. Yeah, but I, I I realized that I I just didn't love it, man. My heart wasn't into it, and I remember I had to like sort of fire you get some artist. weird fucking spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, none. I've had some artists like that too, where I'm like, I don't want to say the fucking name, but he Do fucking not. knows. <laughs> yeah, he fucking knows. But yeah, like just like some people like. If if we say we're shooting at two, we're we're shooting at two. I'm not that shooting at fucking four thirty. Right, right. Because I'm like that's fine. Like if I'm there at two, 
and you're not there. I'm sticking. The time's ticking, so I'm leaving at five anyway, regardless. Yes. So if you show up at four thirty, great. We have thirty minutes to yeah. shoot, and that's and that's like again, unless I, you like, I'm a, and I'm not like an asshole. Like I'm very reasonable. I'm flexible Some, too, man. It's like somebody but like just respect my time. That's all I'm asking. That's there. all I'm asking too. Like just. It, we look at we live we have fucking smartphones in our hands. All you gotta do is say, I don't need you to call me. Running fifteen minutes need, late, whatever. I don't need a fucking email. I just text me and be like, hey man, like I'm running late or hey, like can we reschedule? Ideally, don't fucking reschedule on me like an hour. Especially before. last second. That's <laughs> fucked up. But like if we're talking like forty eight hours before, I'm like, granted, I'm not gonna be super stoked, but I will always appreciate that. Like I can respect that. Like I get it. Life happens. Things pop up. Right. But. Communicate. I think there's just like across the board, and I feel we like all need to work on communication. Just if you can't talk to people, what's the difference between us and fucking monkeys? Like, you got to be able to fucking <laughs> communicate to people. Yeah, communication is so easy, especially like you said, like with smartphones, man. Like, I can literally, if I'm driving, I could be like, hey, Siri, uh, tech Zeke that I'm getting, oh shit, Siri's picking me up right now. It's actually, <laughs> tell him that I'm running 15 minutes late. My bad. And it, yeah. yeah, and I get it. Like, life does happen. But like, going, going back to when I was, when I was doing it, uh, I would get the artists where they're just like, all right, this is kind of like running gun in a way. Um, and uh, when I when the editing part happens, it's like they expected like a Travis Scott or or a freaking uh, ASAP Rocky style music video. Like, bro, like that wasn't even discussed, my guy. Like, I, I've had to do that a few times too. Where I'm like, you want me to I, make magic at this point? Okay, I'm like, also, I'm like, you know what the difference between us and a rock, like ASAP Rocky video the or Og production or whatever? They spent four hundred thousand fucking dollars just to get that thing off the ground. I'm sure they might have even spent more on like spend more. But and, like, and they actually probably have a game plan prior to this year. Like, all right, this is how we're gonna execute this. Because I mean, those Og productions are just stupid. Yeah, well, so I'm like, and you got a two thousand dollar budget, so we're gonna make it. We, we'll do what we can within your budget, but like that shot you love, it was done by a fucking sixty thousand dollar crane, which <laughs> I don't have. I but do but not you got a game, bro. You got a you got a, you got a drone, got your, though, man. You can it, do that. <laughs> and that's why, like, people see that shot. I'm like, like that shot. It was like this shot that they just pulled off, or that you just watched for fifteen seconds, probably had like weeks of just like plan and thought and then an hour just to set up <laughs> just for you to enjoy for 15 seconds where yeah. you're like that's easy as yeah, fuck yeah like, yeah yeah no it's it's uh so how's the education process to to your artists been like has it been pretty smooth sailing they're pretty, pretty reasonable for the most part yeah and that's why i think it's just setting expectations beforehand because yeah i feel you on that too if you go in there and like you don't really talk about that stuff and then yeah afterwards they're like well this doesn't look like a five dollar five million dollar music video like yeah well, Cause it's fucking not. I remember like. <laughs> one music video that we did in fucking Watts in the hood, bro. Like, oh wait, yeah, I think that was the. I remember that one they did. <laughs> the, that's the you had that cool fucking bike shot in there, right? Is that the, yes, yes. I yeah, used my one yeah. wheel and everything. We're not yeah, gonna, we're not, gonna it, name, yeah. we're not gonna name the artist, but like. The, what he was expecting. He didn't like that shit? That he, was fucking cool. He did like it, okay, but all right, all right. he was expecting a ton of effects. And like, bro, like this wasn't previously discussed. And we we discussed like he showed in as a, an example of some of my previous work. I'm like, bro, I literally did a masking uh transition. I mean, you don't see any other effects besides a speed ramp and a mask. And that's like the very basic shit, you know? Yeah, well, I, I've had that happen a few times too, or people will send me other people's fucking videos. I'm like, well, if you like that style, go fucking work with that right, person. I'm right. like, here's my catalog of shit I've done. This is what I can do. Personally, I'm more of a, I like practical effects. I like storytelling. 
and I like have, making like beautiful shots because I feel right. like a lot of times when you see all the effect heavy stuff, blah, blah, it's blah, for blah, people blah. who suck at fucking shooting. Because it's just like, yeah, if I throw a million effects in there, you're not going to realize how bad my camera work is yeah. or how bad the camera work is right. or the lack of fucking storyline or anything like that. Like, right. Yeah, like if you want to go that route, that's fine. But like, again, that's not me. I've had yeah. people do that where I'm like, I just have to turn him away because I'm like, no, it's not my yeah, style, we, man. For that specific example, we got to the point where it's like, he's like, you know what, man, let's not even deal with this person because I don't want nothing weird to happen. And we just gave him the raw files. He had an editor. So we saw the video. This shit was garbage. But I, I mean, bet. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is, man. So, yeah, I'm really big when it comes to the pre-production. Um, how was Explain to me, like, I'm a music videographer, uh, music artist. I'm approaching you. Like, okay. for any music videographers out there, how do you approach the situation? All right, hey, bro, I got this two and a half minute song and I want this kind of visuals kind of thing. And then usually I'll start up with just like, I'm like, do you have a link to the track or anything so I can listen to it? And then also I'm like, yeah, if, if they don't have that, I'm just like, what are your initial ideas? Like, what's your initial vision for this video? So then that kind of gets the ball rolling. I'm like, all right, cool. And then once I hear the track, we'll go through there and just kind of see. I, I usually like to at least just have that initial phone call. Maybe that'll probably be like, what, like 20, 30 minutes just to kind of, mm -hmm feel each other out too because then sometimes after that phone call i'm like nope i'm not doing that yeah okay fuck out of there yeah okay so you do you will have let's call it that's a free why, consultation the phone call is not just for them it's for me too to make oh, sure yeah. i'm not getting myself into some shit that i don't want to be involved in true you know yeah so you're trying to build some chemistry see if you guys even click and see if you guys have the same vision and exactly you guys have like, you guys align if i'm already feeling off before we even fucking met in person there's no chance i'm pulling up with all my fucking gear give me three give me three red flags three red flags uh Hmm. Shit, that's a good question. All right. Uh, so I would say definitely when somebody hits you, uh, when you ask them what's their budget and they just reply back with what's your price, like stuff like that. I'm like, I already know this is going to be cheap motherfucker. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking get into this. And then I'll just like hit them with some random price. And then typically they'll just kind of ghost off. I'm yeah, like, they will never respond. Because I'm like, at this point, I'm like, this is how much it would take for me to like consider picking up my camera and coming to work with you. Because mm -hmm. I just don't think you're very serious about your shit. Yeah. The second thing I think is when people don't get their music produced or like mixed and mastered, I'm like, why the fuck are you paying me to do a video? I'm like, I love what I do. I love making stuff, but like, if your song doesn't sound good, you're spending money in the wrong fucking place. Like, you, that's important because it's just same thing as podcasting. If it sounds like shit, it doesn't matter if you shoot everything on Ari's. It, it sounds like ass, it sounds like ass. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, I can't, my, no matter what kind of video I produce for you, it cannot pull that fucking sound quality up. That's just sure. not going to do nothing. Unless that's where you're going, unless you're going for that kind of like. Distorted sound. Yeah. Sure. And I would say probably like, uh, what was another good red flag? Somebody just like, uh, what is it? Take your time. Take okay. your time. I, okay. I want to hear you. I, I, I can just pull up my DM. I'll see what I got. <laughs> I am dead. I'm just going to pull up my most recent DM. Yeah, let's see. I mean, you just get like random shit. Where and, and guys, I don't want it to sound like we're shitting on local videographers or just, just up and coming video art. I mean, music artists. We're not. Oh, we're just like, we're just expressing what the things that we've we've dealt with. And well, it's like, no, bro. And I think because also artists out there, I think they know there's they can see the farthest out there too. You know what I'm saying? Like they can see the people who are full of shit. And, and someone like you who, who has worked with individuals that actually take their shit very seriously and, and you, you clearly tell they're passionate about their work and not saying that money's not an option, but like if the first, the first thing an artist says like, yo, how, what are your rates? It's like, all right, bro, you're just price shopping at this point. Like, well, and that's, I already know that. So that's why I'm like, I don't, at that point I have a saved reply text. I just hit them with that. I don't waste my time. Cause I'm like, I already know, 
if they're serious, they'll be like, great, let's set up a call. Sure. And at that point, most of the time, people are like, hey, that's great, bro. I'll hit you up later. And I'm like, motherfucker. No, you're not. Yeah, you're not me up. <laughs> but then the other thing, I think my other red flag is when someone hits me up and said, hey, let's collab. Because that sounds to me like, hey, let's do free work for me. Because and I'm not against collabs, but don't come to me with some shit. You're like, I want to do music. I'm like, I charge for that shit. Now, you want to come to me with like a cool idea or concept you want to pull off? Talk to me. Maybe we can figure something out. But like, yeah. when you're coming to me just to like put together like some it's, fucking it's, montage music video for your song, it's very disrespectful. Absolutely. I'm like, do I go, like, do you go to fucking work? Am I come in there? I'm just like, hey, man, give me a free sandwich. Yeah. Like, come on, just give me a free sandwich. You work here. Why can't you just give me a free sandwich? Right. Like, and also on top of that, it's even worse because I'm a fucking. No, who's a, I am my business. So like, if I don't get paid, no, I guess you. Like, I, I think I think the thing is like, I mean, we talked about this off mic right now, but like cameras are so accessible at this point. Every kid has a camera that could, that can yeah. produce four K a beautiful image, but they don't have the business savvy, and they're just kind of like yeah. Well, and that's the, I think yeah I agree with you on that. Like it's the equipment is so fucking accessible nowadays. Like yes. You could get a whole like you could get a whole setup for under a thousand dollars. I bet. Like, oh yes, so you could go shoot four K video. Oh yes, but there's no kit you can pick up to not be an asshole or to just not be like to know how to run a business. No, for sure. For, yeah, yeah right? and that's been that's been such a it's been a great um, it's been a good experience for me yeah. as far as like just learning the business every day, bro. It's like I'm, every day I'm learning something new, yeah. and it's like it is fucking tough, but at the same tough. time it's like. You know the whole cliche, enjoy the process. I'm actually enjoying the process, man. Oh, it's, and it's yeah. like yeah. there's ups and downs. There's there's times where it's a little slower than than other days, but it's like it's still like a fun process, man. So like I've done so many other jobs, man. I there's nothing else I'd rather fucking do than this. Man. Really? It's it is a tedious process. I from start to finish. Yeah. But I, that's why I'm like it, this is definitely a business you got to love it because if yeah. you don't love it. Man, you gotta get the fuck out. Yeah, like, and gotta, I and I've seen a lot of creatives come and go. Man, uh, they picked absolutely. up the camera. They came. They started pretty hot. Got a couple of gigs, and then a year later, they're just MIA. And it's it sucks because I mean that, those individuals had talent, but again, it takes a whole different kind of beast to just the business side. Just learning the business side, and not everyone was yeah. meant for the business side too. I didn't. I never thought I was meant for business. I thought I was gonna be a nine to fiver uh, my entire life. Well, and I, I've, I've felt like that for a while, too. You know, I thought this would always kind of be a, like, side thing. You know, yeah. something I like doing for fun. Right. And then, uh, yeah, but, I mean, I'm, I feel you on that because I, I finally, like, hired uh, uh, an accountant this year, too. So I was like, so I fucking hate doing that stuff. That stuff, I was like, <laughs> I need somebody. I'm going to have to get that dude's name, the number, man, because I. I, I use a collect. It's called Collective. Okay. So it's a. Uh, Shit, I don't, now that I said that, you're going to probably see a thousand fucking ads on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I did the same thing after I saw it, but it's, so it's, I think it's what, it's like 300 bucks a month. They do your bookkeeping, Jeez. tax filing, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. That's, so, okay. and that's why I said too, I was like, 300 bucks a month? I was like, motherfucker. It is a lot, but it, this, right now, like. And also, I, the nice thing, it is, so their services are also a write-off. I mean, granted, you can't, I feel like also people get confused with write-offs too. You can't just fucking write everything you and it's because you write something off doesn't mean it's 100 percent fucking deducted like, right right you're lucky you get like maybe 50 percent back yeah because i think some people just get like yeah man just write that off write that off I'm like can you get the awesome the fucking as, money to write it off yeah. with dude like, it's not it's, as simple as it sounds like oh, just because we go to a nice dinner you can't just necessarily write that off like it doesn't work like that i have people say like oh there's a write-off guys i'm like in my mind is like technically it's not but 
let the IRS ask you if that's a write-off or not. Let's see what happens. And chances are, unless you're making millions of dollars a year, you can probably get away with some bullshit. Yo, like, <laughs> I, don't want, are. I don't want no IRS mail. Like, hey, we got to audit you now, my yeah, guy. <laughs> no, and that's also part of why I hired an account, because I'm like, I just want my books fucking straight. Because all I want to do is focus on like creating stuff. I don't want to worry about that stuff. I'm... I want to pay my bills, pay my taxes, make sure my shit's lined up. So I don't have to worry about that. Because right. you want to meet the biggest pimp? He's right here. The IRS. He's Uncle Sam will get his will get his cheese for sure. He will fuck you up. They <laughs> took down Al Capone. If he can take down the America's most beloved gangster, he will get your ass too. They're not you can't hide from them. They <laughs> so, are yeah. I, I, how is that? Uh so you hate doing that as well? Because I, I thought Absolutely. it was the only weirdo. It's the worst part of it. I at I'm, the end of the year, you try to organize everything and, and whatnot. And that's why I got so tired of doing that because I'm like, then, like, I just feel like it's the, what, the, like, the first, like, maybe, like, two months before tax season is just chaos. You're right. just traveling around. This like, past, this past. Uh, digging through receipts and shit. I'm going in my car trunk and trying to see what I can yeah. find. <laughs> this past year when I was doing my taxes, I, I had didn't even know because they don't teach you this in school or anywhere else. I don't learn shit they, about taxes in school. I did not send my, uh, I believe the 1099s to, or no, not the 1099s. The, uh, whatever document you sent to the people that, that you've hired, you contracted. Oh, um, yeah. I forgot to send those. I think they're the 1099s. Yeah. That's I why I think basically anybody you hire outside. Yeah. I, I, like over 600 bucks. I forgot to send those within the first month of the new year. And so I got penalized for sending them late. Um, it ended up being like 50 bucks ahead, but it's like little things like that, which I didn't know, but now it's like, and that's why right. I signed up. So that was the other cool part with uh collective. They also run payroll for you too. So I like, they, they helped me set up my business as uh, an S corporation. Okay. So technically I guess now I'm, I'm the, like my only employee of my business. Yeah. So you're sole proprietor. Yeah. I pay, well, I pay myself like a monthly salary and then everything else. Like I just like leave in like my business bank account yeah. and stuff, but they also uh, run through Gusto to do uh, payroll, and through Gusto too, you can send uh, 1099s out. Yeah, and then like it, does, it automatically yeah. sends in the forms and does all that, which is like, I was so that's why I was like at first when I heard the price 300 a month, I was like, man, that sucks. Yeah, but I mean, it, but I'm like also I'm like you know it sucks even more sitting there for two fucking months digging through shit. Yeah, and then going through the stress because you know you're not keeping up on track and whatnot. Yeah. Well, and I was looking at, like, basing the prices off it, so I'm like, it, granted, yeah, like, 300 bucks a month is not ideal, but if you're to pay, what, an accountant during tax season, you're probably going to end up paying a few grand if, or maybe, yeah. like, a couple grand at least or whatever. Yeah, I'm going like, to say that plus more. So, and that's why I'm just like, I, it made, I don't know, for me, it, like, I just want to, I don't stress less. You think about just solely the business, not the other. I want to focus on the creation. Yeah. Like that stuff drains me from creative. Like after I get done doing tags, I'm just like, I just want to just sit on the couch and just do fucking nothing. And I also want to cry because I just wrote a check to the government and it's quite depressing. I'll do that after I was like, cause my taxes were weird last year too. Cause I was like. The ha first half of the year, I sold proprietor, and then I switched to S-Corp. So it just got mixed up. It was like, shit, I I owed a pretty penny. I saw that. I was like, I think you guys put an extra zero in there on accident. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. my God. And again, going back to my rookie days, I just didn't know. I, I didn't pay the quarterly fees. and I paid for the, the bulky year, which yeah. by default, you get penalized for that, which I didn't know again. So it's like, bruh, like well, the little things that you don't, you don't really realize. So... If you're an up and coming creative, like it's, I know right now you're probably using Venmo and Apple Pay and all that good stuff. Sure, you could get away with that right now, but if you want to grow and scale and make this a full time thing, 
you're definitely, those are things you're going to start thinking about yeah. for sure. And that's why I think you definitely, I'm also looking at getting uh, a honey book, like startup. I think because I highly recommend it. Just I, I want a centralized place to have payments, you know, because I'm tired of doing like hey, Zelle, Venmo in like boom. all it's just yeah, it's annoying having to do all that and then yeah, during taxis and then I'm like now I gotta track back through and look at all this fucking stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. So like, and yeah, so I, I've used Honeybook for the last year and a half and it, it's been great to do contracts, invoices, you get some all proposals that good stuff, and stuff proposals, like, cool. uh, brochures, like all that information and everything's very automated. So it's like if once takes a little bit of time, of course, yeah. to set set up your emails and your style and your verbiage and all that good stuff. But once it, it's like done, it's like it's automated, bro. It's very easy. And it's it, like it just makes your life quite simple. And that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Like I, I love programs that can add simplicity to stuff mm-hmm. because it's we already have a complex enough job to do stuff. I don't need to yeah. also then after I'm done pulling my creative cap off, then now I got to go put my fucking tax cap on yeah. and then figure out my books who I owe money to, how much I made this month, where I got this money from. That shit's if, not fun. If it wasn't for a, my CRM, bro, I, I, I would honestly, because I'm such a forgetful person and I'm just like always looking forward and not in the past, yeah. I would, if it wasn't for my CRM letting me know, like, hey, this person hasn't paid your invoice yet, I'm like, I fucking forgot. Yeah. That's 1500 bucks right there just that I completely forgot about. Yeah. Like little things like that, bro. It's just like it makes my life a little bit much easier. And there's a ton of... There's a ton of CRMs. There's Studio Ninja. I heard it's amazing. There's HoneyBook, of course, and there's a million other ones. You just got to find your right flavor, right yeah. price, and whatnot. But so, so Zeke, uh, yeah. what, um, what kind of cameras are you using right now? Uh, my baby right now is the FX3, and I have the uh, 24 to 70 2.8 uh, Sigma R on the front. That thing basically lives on there for most of my shoots. You know, mm-hmm. like depending on like. But it covers everything. It's my favorite fucking setup. Yeah. I love it. It's Sigma's. Sigma is definitely, it's like G Master all the way, but. And then Sigma's like right under. Oh, I'd yeah. Say. So that's why I'm always, I always push people there too. I'm just like, look, especially when you get your first camera, like, it's worth, like, I get it. Glass is super expensive. That's why I'm like, it's worth checking out Sigma because you get great quality. Right. And it's usually, like, depending on what style lens you're buying, it could be almost half the price. Yeah. You know? That's Which, why it's it's always very, it's very tricky when, I, with the podcast, man, I've always had people reach out to me as far as like equipment goes. I'm like, bro, like, I always catch myself saying this, like, well, it really depends on what you shoot. And it sounds super cliche to say that, but it's like, bro, like, it really depends. If you're doing real estate, I'm going to recommend you the widest lens ever. And if you're doing uh, talking head style, I'm going to I'm going to recommend a 24 to 70 or something like that or a 16 to 35. Just just really depends. You got to really find out exactly what is that you do. What do you see yourself doing in the next five years? Uh, what do you love to do? And then kind of go from there. And it's you can only know with just experience. So I can't just. I'm definitely not going to be the person to push you the latest and greatest gear. I'm never that person. I'm the same way, too. I'm like, I, I'm all about, like, use use gear. Yeah. I'm all for that shit. I don't think anything's wrong with that. My first camera, was, like, the first thing I, like, got started on was the Sony A7R II. I bought secondhand on eBay. Dude, so, use gear. Like, we had mentioned, we yeah. had discussed this off mic, but like, I got myself my first G Master lens for half the price that's on retail right yeah. now. And I, I couldn't believe the price. And it's... It was used. It had like a little dink on the outside, but the lens was itself was just beautiful. It's like, all right, I tested it. I'm like, yeah. well, as long, honestly, as long as nobody was like chewing on it or took it right. for a fucking swim, right? And she was an older lady yeah. too, so like, you, I, if it was a kid, I'm like, fuck, it's gonna be messed up or whatnot. Yeah. But uh, and I t- even today on a Facebook group, I saw an A7 IV. Uh, this person was selling it for sixteen hundred bucks, and that's okay. a tw- that's a twenty five hundred dollar yeah. camera right there, man. Yeah. So it's like, bro, you can get four K sixty for fifteen hundred. It's like 
dude, it's it's insane, yeah. man. Well, that's why I love how affordable you can get professional equipment for now because then these guys come pick it up and then they're like, fuck. I don't know how to run a business. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I could use an Edler camera, so I'll buy that from you. Valid, valid. So you got the FX3 and 24 to 70 Sigma. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, so I have right now, I'm, I'm really at my eye on buying like FX30 as a backup. Okay. Ideally, I would love to have just another FX3 because I, I don't know. I really, I really do like this camera a lot, especially if you do a lot of video work and it actually, I, I use it for stills quite a bit too. Oh, like, really? Yeah, I use it. Okay, I wasn't even sure if it was capable or not. It just doesn't have yeah. the viewfinder. That's all it is, right? Yeah, so okay. it's like, I mean, you just have the screen to work with there right. in the back. But um, now, granted, yeah, like if you're trying to blow the ship and put it on a billboard, not don't use it. 12 megapixels. Well, if you're trying to make some posts for Instagram, absolutely. The same. Yeah, totally Instagram fine. doesn't like, matter. <laughs> really, I think, yeah, it's just like when you shoot with this thing, you need to like, you don't really want to be cropping and messing with it too much in post. Like, you need to line that shit up how you how you want to see it. Do a writing right? camera for sure. Yeah. When no, I, no, that's just across the board for anything. It, no, I mean, you all, so you're not a big believer of fix it and post then. Fuck that. <laughs> dude, at any time, like, look, if anybody ever says fix it and post, get the fuck, run. Just run as far away from that person as you can. Especially if you are on the post team, they don't, they don't give a shit about you. Yeah. At all. They're, they want you to crash and burn. Don't ever, <laughs> if you're there on set and there's somebody, yeah, like, just do another take. Yeah. It doesn't, it's worth it. It yeah. is always worth it to just do another take. I'm always down for a safety take all the time. <laughs> like, even if you crush the first one, we're doing another yeah. one anyway, yeah. just for the fuck of it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with having a little bit too much media. Yeah. Uh, so, your FX3, it's like the shit. I, everyone loves it, man, with the new upgrade and whatnot, This the yeah. uh, firmware upgrade and whatnot. It's, it's I, I kind of like... <sighs> well, I also love the fact that you can shoot with LUTs. Like, you can, uh, you can install LUTs right to it, which... Awesome, because <laughs> then I really can like still everything is recorded in uh, uh, S log three, right? But be, having that ability to like foresee what this is, because like I might get there in the shoot and be like, "Fuck, I hate this look for it. I absolutely hate it." So but it I'm, could like, be deceiving you. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm like, I don't want to like have. That's why it's just nice to get an idea. I'm like, all right, cool. This is how I need to expose for, right for to get the look I'm going for essentially. Because yeah, just when you're just don't ever just shoot. And just look at the S log by itself because it's so hard to tell like what you're actually fucking getting. Like yeah. it looks. I I kind of I pretty yeah. much rely on solely on my histogram, the and that's what I mean. Like I usually just throw like the Rec Seven Hundred Nine like light I, on yeah, there. I just put, like, I put the gamma display on just to just to help me out with that when it comes to exposure. You don't see yourself ever getting the uh, FX Six. I mean, since you got the FX Three, it's like yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not against it. I the. I love how small the FX3 is, and I love how powerful the FX3 is. So you're a big is. compact person. Right? I like being compact. I like keeping things simple. And yeah. I, the FX6 is cool. I mean, I've worked with some bigger cameras. Internal NDs, all that good stuff. And it, they're fucking awesome. I just, really, I just, I love being able to just throw my backpack on and walk out the door. Me too. And now, I mean, like, yeah, maybe you have to carry, like, a case of lights or whatever. And it's still like, worth it. It's still, it's, it's nice. Because, right. like, I can literally just... I, I just pack meal myself to shoots, you know, yeah. compared to like before. I'm like, I don't need to have a team of people help me carry all these individual things in. Yeah. I um, had to invest in a, in a little, little cart recently mm. just to get, I was tired of going back I thought and about forth. Getting from, one of those too. Those and I got myself like one of those dinky ones that you see at the beach all the time. Yeah, it yeah. gets the job done, bro. It's like, what, I don't know, like 90 bucks, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but you just like, need something with wheels to drag your yeah, shit. Man. Yeah. That's yeah. What I'm like. And it makes my life so much easier. Like, and it's worth it, man. It's, trust me, it's worth it. I got to do that. Just throw that in the trunk. Basically, the back of my trunk is just a like makeshift storage locker for extra gear that yeah, I, of course. I can't fit into my apartment. For but, sure. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Especially in a wood bedroom right here, it's, it's, a little, it's a little challenging. Oh, dude. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> I mean, 
mean, I'm glad that we found this. Like, we moved to a two bedroom place, so I kind of like I turned the second bedroom into like an office space. Nice, but that's the goal right there. It's nice because it definitely it separates it, the home from work. I feel like I'm like not living so much on top of my gear anymore. Yeah, and it is nice because I'm like when I'm done, I can just close the door and I'm yeah, I'm done with work for the day. Compared right. to like before, my it was like right out. This me right here, man. Dude, it's hard <laughs> not to because like I would be like I'm just gonna check my emails. And I'm like, oh shit, the six hours just went by. I'm yep. like, what? Well, and then, and then your like, your wife or he, your fiance for your kids is like, you didn't spend any time with me. What's up? Oh like, yeah, no, she gets uh, she gets so mad at me for that kind of <laughs> shit. So I'm like, like I gotta make sure I'm just like, uh, it's you. You've worked till uh, like eleven o'clock the past four days. I was like, yeah. And I was like. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's you're just, right. I gotta spend time. <laughs> that's just that's just part of the life of a creative man, it is. or just an entrepreneur itself in general. Like you don't have to be a creative. Like you, just, if you want to work on the business, man, you gotta like put in a lot more hours in your standard well, regular job. And that's why I think a lot of people who don't own businesses forget that kind of stuff too. Because it's I, don't, I always like like to refer to like the farmer's phrase of your work's never done. Like you always got shit to do. You got shit to do the next day. Like if you're not there getting stuff done either. Shit's not getting done. You got to be there to get shit done. Yeah. And yeah, it's nice to be an employee for somebody where you can go clock in eight hours, you're done. You can go back to just being you. Yeah. You shut off your brain. I'm clocked out. Yeah. Since I fucking started this thing, you know, like you're you, <laughs> you're, you're constantly you're thinking. here. You're yeah. always there. I'm like, you know, I'll go, like I've been on like I'm not like I've been on vacations and stuff. I'm always thinking about that shit yeah. in the back of my head, especially after like a week of vacation. I'm like. I'm itchy as hell to get back and just start Bro, doing something like I am I'm the same way. We went yeah. to Cabo and we were only there for like three to four days, but on the I third like, day I was like <laughs> I am ready to go home and fucking get after it. Dude, I felt the same when we came back from Cancun and so like we planned to go like that's where I like proposed and stuff down in Cancun. But even then, yeah, by our fourth day there I was like, I gotta go home. Like I I this has been great. I love sitting on the beach doing absolutely nothing for and 72 drinking hours. drinking margaritas till from the morning it till... Was fun, man. I was like, as soon as I got off the plane there, I went and bought a big-ass mojito from, like, the airport, like, thing out front. I was like, yeah, man, I had a good time. But also, at the same time, I'm like, I, I love what I do, so it's kind of... it's. I don't really look at it like, oh, man, I got to go to work on Monday. I'm like, fuck yeah, I get to, like, work on some stuff on Monday. I'm like, I'm excited I, to work on I it. found out on, on on threads right uh, recently that we're what we do right now since we both you clearly, you seem like you love what you do and you're itching to go back to work yeah it's like we're technically soft retired right now at this point where it doesn't even feel like work I mean yeah you granted you are working you're already putting your your eight plus hours a day but it's like bro I could do this all day every day oh and that's why I mean I'm like I work essentially Every day. Like, Sundays are my days where I kind of, like, chill a little bit. But I still at least probably work, like, four or five hours, if yeah. not more, on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Especially Sunday night. Like, as soon as my fiancé goes to bed, I'm working until, like, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Jesus. Like, yeah, I don't go that crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've been getting better about that, too, and been just... So it is important. To oh, yeah, I was gonna say, how has your your work life balance been? I know you just went yeah. to Cancun recently, but like outside of the, not everyone can just go to Cancun yeah. and get in a flight. But like, even in here in San Diego, like, do you just like kind of like just like chill out or? Yeah, absolutely, man. You got to. I think it's healthy just across the board, not just as a creative, just as a human being to not like. I love work. I love what I do, but also at the same time, I love hanging out with my friends. I love going to see like concerts. I love going out just drinking, just going out. Gonna see a fucking movie, going hiking, just doing, just being a human being. You know, it's it, it's very important to remember you're a human being. You gotta, you gotta be a person. You can't right. be a robot all the time. Yeah, I'm definitely not a believer of the whole the I'm hustle not, culture that Gary Vee is still on every no, millennial at this point. That shit's toxic as fuck, man. Yeah, I, I, I like, agree. Yeah, it's 
if you're a lazy motherfucker, yeah, you should listen to some Gary Vee. That might get the ball rolling at least. Mm-hmm. But like for somebody who's like up, you get your shit done, taken care of. Like I don't think Gary Vee's gonna necessarily like be a very big yeah. connect for you. And he also, I mean, he he's a, like he's a cool dude. I just I, I agree with you though. His approach to it is like I'm not somebody who likes to be like screamed at to get shit done. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very military style. But like he's even said it himself where it's like, so dude, I want you to get to I want to I want you to get to the point where you stop watching my content and you're like, you don't need me anymore. Yeah. You're motivated enough and disciplined enough to get shit done. Well and that's why I fucking love Gary V too, man. Cause he's he's a very real dude. And yeah. granted while yeah, it's like his style of content is not necessarily like something I cup of tea. You can't not respect. Oh, I mean, I'm always going to respect someone that's fucking grinding and pumping so much content. Like, because even even for this, the podcast, man, it's very tough and challenging, man. Even just getting people aligned to like coordinate schedules and whatnot. Uh, But it's like at the same time, like I I just find it very rewarding. And it's just it's just a fun, fun ride on top of the work that I have to do. This is just like I could be working on edits right now. But like. This shit fulfills me, man. This like fills up my cup, man. Because not every day I could just go to a, an exotic place and do some travel content. I can't do that every time. Yeah. Uh, but like this is pretty... sit down and have a conversation yeah. with somebody. Yeah. And especially with creatives like this, because like we both understand the world that we're in right now. And it's like it's very hard to communicate that with a random person, a family member, or even a friend, because they just don't understand the yeah. world that we're in. Like, sure, they may be in the business in some sort of business, but like the creative aspect is just a whole different animal. Oh, and I, yeah, I feel like the same because I've even like just with my fiance, we've definitely gotten some like arguments over that. She's like, "You're working too much," like stuff like that. Where, and it's also hard for me to like explain like work stuff sometimes here too because just yeah, she doesn't come from that world. But then also, yeah, it's kind of hard to like. We'll ha- we've definitely had some like back and forth where I'm like. She's like, you always are working this. I'm like, it has to get done. Like, if I if it doesn't get done, nobody else is there to do it. Like, for you, I'm like, you go to work. If you don't get something done, you have somebody else there after you who can help pick up the slack. I don't, I don't, I don't have a fucking elves in my closet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wish I had magic elves sitting around me, like, oh, Zeke fell asleep at his keyboard. Well, he'll pick up where he left <laughs> off. Like, it's not what happens. You know, I've like, definitely had that conversation with my wife many times. Like, he's like, bro, like, you, you'll, you'll never understand what I have to go through. Yeah. And, it, like, and I'm not trying to shit on anybody. It's not even a knock. It's just like, you just won't. Like, yeah. you have the luxury of shutting off your mind at 4 p.m. That's when, when you yeah. clock out. And it's like, granted, like, I chose this. I know what I put myself into it. And I, I, I don't mind it, but it's like, you kind of have to ride with it. Like, if this yeah. is what we're going to be, you know? Well, and that's why I mean, like, yeah, we definitely have had to, like, yeah, that's why, like, typically, like, we'll, like, try to make, like, time for each other, like, on the weekends and that kind of stuff, too, you know? But, like, yeah, during the week, I mean, shit, man, I work at least 10 hours a day. Right. Like, no, like Monday through Friday, at least 10 hours, so if not more. Are you are you still one-man bending as we speak? I mean, I'll, like, I've, like, hired out sometimes for stuff. Like, you know, like, if I need, like, a second shooter or anything like that. But PA, whatnot. Yeah, for, yeah. like, the most part, I would say, yeah, I mean, just most, yeah. I, I don't have, like, an official, like, employee or nothing. I just, right. I, like, have some contractors that I might work with here and there. Especially in your field of work of the, of the music video space. It's, like, it's not, it's not copy and paste kind of thing. It's very... St- it's very personal. It's very custom, and yeah. it's very tailored to that specific artist. So you Absolutely. can't you can't just give it to someone. Even even someone that specializes in music videos, like even translating those ideas to him is like to me. I can't put it in words. I can only display on the keyboard and my monitor. That is my biggest problem, man. That's so hard because I'm like, at, as much as I would love to send it over to someone else, it's just it it don't it doesn't feel right. Have you tried it? I have tried working with some editors on, like, I've tried, like, testing the waters on some, like, smaller, like, corporate project stuff, you know, just, like, for, like, 
quick like reels or social media sure shit, but um and i mean it's fine for like stuff like that where it's not like i mean you're just going from a to b there's nothing yeah. like fancy yeah. going on like that kind of stuff's cool but like from the creative aspect man it just doesn't i i don't know like i i'm there are some people i've been talking to that i'm gonna like i would we're gonna try like working on some music videos together but yeah i mean it's what would that what would that person's role be to like, I mean, to also like the more, I'm really like looking for help, like with like editing essentially. Gotcha. Cause like my, if, if I had somebody that like I could really trust with editing, I, I could shoot like 24 seven. I fucking, and I, I love editing too. I just, I can't. Editing is a real work. I always say. I absolutely. Oh yeah. Shooting. Yeah. It is a, it can take a physical me- mental yeah. toll, but it's like, again, like you said, I could shoot all day, every day. Editing, that's like the real word. Editing, that's where you're bringing everything and you're sewing it together. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's, it's a puzzle. It is a puzzle. And that's, but also that's part of why I love it too, because it's like you get to put that puzzle together. Yeah. And it's exciting. And when you, when you finish it, it's like, damn, I did that. Well, and that's for me too. Like, it's once I really start, like, once I sit down and sink my teeth into a project, I can, like, I'm, I'm there. Like, I can knock that out in like a session or two. Sure. Depending on, like, obviously the right. length of it and whatnot. But, like typically for music video, the hardest part is me is getting started. Dude, I feel like we're in the same boat. Man. <laughs> it's just like, like it's just getting just, once just getting started because once once you start building that momentum, it's like it's it's like a ball rolling down a hill, man. It just yeah. becomes easier and easier, and, and then once you hit that spark of like, dude, I am in a flow, and I could I could recognize myself where I'm like, oh, you know, I'm in the, I'm in the zone right now, like, and I'm, everything's working out for you. Yeah, every clip is matching the song on accident, and it's still working out though. It's like holy shit, like it's working right now. Yeah, but just. That's why you got to firing up feeling. your editing software, dumping all your media, organizing your files. Like, bruh, that is shit is. Well, yeah, and that's why I'm like, yeah, I'll be like sitting there, I'll like get everything, like finally like dumped off the card, and then I'll like finally open a project for it, and then I'll start creating proxies for it, and then hopefully by the time I get proxies done, I'm like, and then like I'll put together like a multi-source sequence, and right. I was like, all right. I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to spend the next 15, like 10, 15 minutes, and I'm just going to start on it. And then typically, if I can do that, if I can get past that 10-minute hump, you, the the road kind of starts unfolding before you, and you're like, oh, shit, okay, I could put this here. Oh, fuck, I remember that scene I just shot. I could put that here. Mm-hmm. I know what I want to do for the ending already, and I know what I want to go here for the intro piece. So, like, then it start, then you're like... You forgot you even were only put a ten minute time limit right, on yourself. Right. You know, it yeah. Just, I, I've actually heard that. There's a I forget what the I phrase, forgot. I heard it from someone too. I yes. fucking forget the there's name. There's a phrase of it, where it's like yeah. once you just if if there's something you don't want to like do, a five minute rule or some shit. Some like, like some shit like that. Yeah. If like if there's something you don't want to do, just do it for five minutes, and then after the five minutes, if you really still don't want to do it, then don't do it anymore. Yeah. But kind of like you, man, you keep going and going and going until you have a freaking first cut. Well, and if I only did work when I felt motivated, I would get nothing fucking done. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, motivation. And that's why I feel like everyone's always like, I just don't feel motivated to do so. That's where you see like people like, that's why I don't like when people come into the game, they're like, and they start getting clients and then they're like, I have to edit all of this stuff. And then they get burned out. And that's why they fucking die off with that kind of stuff. Just because I'm like, they're relying on motivation instead of discipline. And that's why there's like, yeah, they use the excuse of, oh, I'm not motivated. Or, I'm just not feeling creative. So I can't. I'm not inspired. The stars aren't aligned. Welcome to the fucking shit show, buddy. <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> Sometimes you got to start off on Inspire to get inspired. Yo, you packed. have to. You got to yeah. start where the fuck you're at. That's like, why. That's you, why I sometimes work pretty good. Like when I yeah. when I, whenever I finish a project, I always tell my clients, "I'm like, I'm like, okay, guys, like, I personally work off better on a deadline. Give me a rough cut deadline that you want. If it hasn't been like talked to in the pre-production, because yeah. I usually put some numbers and dates, but sometimes things don't just don't work out. I'm like, give me a deadline and like, okay, can you do it within five business days? I'm like, bro. 
I'll get this shit done in 48 hours. Like, relax. Yeah. Well, that's why, like, I always, like, I just, I always tell people one to two weeks. Typically. Just to cover my butt. Just to cover my ass. Yeah, because yep. sometimes shit happens. happens. But everyone's always, and, and if by the rare chance I have to take more than two weeks, you will know more than a week in advance. But also, everyone loves getting shit early. So if I tell you it's going to take two weeks and you get it in a week, you're going to be fucking ecstatic. You're going to wow them. And that's why I think it's always important to remember, too, when you're getting into it, under promise, over deliver. Whether you're doing video, making graphics, photos, fucking selling cheeseburgers, whatever the fuck you're doing, under like yeah, just undersell, over deliver. I'm a I'm a big advocate of that too. Yeah, that's why when you someone someone says like oh the five give me in five days I'm like I'm gonna get this shit done within 48 hours and they see it I'm like oh wow we didn't expect it this fast but this looks amazing I'm like I wanted that to happen exactly <laughs> and then you're always gonna remember that and so for the next part is like you know what. This Zeke fellow, he got this shit done so quick and really professional. Was very yeah. smooth sailing. Like let's let's keep hiring this guy. Well, and that's I like just, sure he may not he may not be as cheap, but like at least he'll get this shit done in a fast, professional, and efficient way. Well, and that's I think once you really start building relationships with like just businesses and brands or just people in general, you know, like they see that and they're like, they know you take that shit seriously, and they know, yeah, like I could go hire some other kid and do it for half the price, or maybe even less than half the price. But that's a but, gamble. But then also you're like, one, do I know is the project going to come out how I'm picturing it to come out? And two, do I know if I'm even going to fucking get the project? Because I think I've heard a lot of people talk so about where they just don't get anything. And I, I think that's like... And I, it gives us a bad rep. Because, yeah, and that's why I'm like, I couldn't... Because yeah, then people are like, oh, like weird about like... At, at least, so like now I started doing... I take the like I take a 50% deposit up front just to secure the date. And then I take the other 50% on the day of Production. the shoot. Because typically, and not typically, no one's ever fucking waiting for me. I'm always waiting for other people. So I'm like, always, you can pay me. Always. And then I'm going to make sure, like, if I said two weeks, it's going to be to you in two weeks, maybe less. That's what it is. Like, because yeah. I just don't like having to, like, before when I was doing it, I was like, you can just pay me after the project's done. And then I'm sitting there two weeks after the project's been done, still waiting to get fucking paid. Right. So yeah, I just... That, yeah, I've learned my lesson many times in the very beginning. So what I, I implement, since we're talking about our yeah. methods, I do, to lock down the date, it's 50% up front. I just do 50-50, man, all and, around, man. And that's why I, I like keeping in. To be honest, now that I've been doing that, shit's smooth. And now I can, like, weed people out. I'm like, if you don't put a 50% deposit down, I know you're not serious about this shit. Facts. Anyway. And, so and, I'm not interested in working with you. Like, and Yeah, and I got this from my buddy, Mar, man. Shouts to him. He's been a guest here. It's 50% to lock down the date, and then the day of production, you get the remaining balance. And if there's any, like, additional uh, revisions that you guys have probably discussed that's going to cost a little bit more, that's a separate invoice. Well, and that's why I always tell people, too. I'm like, typically, like, most of my music video, like, packages come with, like, two rounds of revision. So mm -hmm. I'm like... right. Anything outside of that, then yeah, I'll, I'll break down. Like, we'll, we'll either do like an hourly charge, or depending on how much more editing really needs done to, yeah, like, yeah, just be like a that cost. But. Yeah, because there's been cases where there's projects where are literally uh, kind of like you said, I'm waiting on them to freaking give me an, uh, a or like feedback or something like that, and waiting like, for content or yeah. the project is pretty much 95% that I just need their approval, but they don't get back to you. And it's like, thank God I got paid in full because imagine if I was in a, in a, in a pinch where 
I need to make rent or something like that. Yeah. Like I can't get, I haven't got paid from this person, but the project's right here sitting. I'm just waiting for them to say yes or no or whatever kind of thing. Like I'd be screwed. So it's like, I put myself in that mindset. I'm like, all right, what if that were to happen? I'm not, I'm not letting that happen. I'm going to get paid in full the day of the production. So in case shit like does happen, like, I'll get, there's like four projects right now that are yeah. pretty much done and ready to deliver. That's like, there's one that's like literally over a year old. Yeah. And they, the weird thing is those clients, they see my story every day and they still don't ask for the project. Like, bro, I've sent you multiple follow-up emails. Like, Hey, Project's ready to roll. I just need you to see it and check it out. Yeah. It's just it's just wild, man. Yeah, and I, I I don't know why people are like that, but also I think it's just really important to remember though, it's no one else gives a shit if you get paid or not. No one, you need to fight for you. So like it's just and I'm not everybody is you're not gonna most clients will be cool with it. Like I always appreciate people. I don't have to like hound down and like track and that's why I just it's nice just taking the money up front now because I don't have to do that. I right. I don't wanna have to hunt you down and ask for cash. Like it doesn't make me feel good. It's uncomfortable. It's just it's weird. So it's awkward. Just, it's, and and it you shouldn't fuck. feel awkward because it's your money. Well, and that's also, I'm like, I'm like, also, I'm like, I provided a fucking service. So I really, at the same time, while I, yeah, like at first I started to feel bad and I'm like, like now it's fucking annoying to me because I'm like, do you just walk in Target and grab whatever the fuck you want and walk out and you're like, I'll pay you. In two weeks. Yeah. I'm like whatever I fucking feel like. Yeah. No, you don't mm -hmm. fucking do that. So we're going to treat this like Target. You're going to fucking pay me for the shit up front. And then you can leave my store. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it's weird. I feel like, and if there's anyone listening, man, I really w would love to hear in the comment section. Like, I, I wonder if, I feel like this is just only in the creative space. Like, I can't think of any other uh, profession that kind of does the whole invoice system like that. Like, I feel like, like even when I booked my whole wedding stuff, yeah, everything was paid in full, shit, a couple of months prior well, to the that's big like, day. Yeah, that's like basically, I think like almost all of the deposit stuff we're doing, it's like all broken down to like thirds or quarters or whatever. However, however you set it up, but for, yeah. for the most part, like a month or two prior to the big day, everything's already paid in full. Well, see, that just makes sense because like really on your wedding day, do you don't have to worry about writing a check and all that shit. And like on a big shoot day, do you don't have to worry about like getting all your money and stuff yeah. together. Like, yeah. no, you just want to focus on you the wanna, project. We ought, exactly, you want to focus on the project and not get the money situated, done with, so we get fully focused on the art and what is it that we want to create for you. Yeah, because that's, yeah, it's just, and then it sucks then because if you get to the point where like, if you don't take that money up front and then they just decide to fucking ghost out on you, like, mm. yeah, you're just, you're stuck. I mean, yeah, you can go to court and all that, but like, yeah, but that costs money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, and it's not, it's not really worth like, unless the project was like 25 grand. But which, come on, yeah. Now. Well, that's, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm like, shit. That's shifts. Like, I have had that issue with like one of that, like with a, an edible company. Like before, I they still owe me money, but like, yeah, I just, I mean, I didn't. Luckily, I didn't turn in the work, but still oh, doesn't good. like. Yeah, I mean, it still doesn't matter though. Anyway, just like it sucks. And now I got all this fucking content that I didn't get paid for. But, yeah, yeah, and but that I was my mistake. I and it just sucked because it wasn't. It was a weird situation because it was people I've worked with before, so I didn't really like. You know, that's why I, I didn't. I was, I was vulnerable. Yeah, hey, I was comfortable. I was like, ah, they'll pay me. And then that happened. I was like, they didn't fucking pay me. I was like, okay. I'm like, all right, well, all right. I guess. Uh, guess i'm out but yeah it's it's yeah. i've been in that situation too where it's like oh we worked five times like oh at this point we have a good correlation we see eye to eye but then sometimes it just goes to am like oh shit like i gotta treat yeah. this as a business we're not friends like this we're just associates well and that's why i feel like if it's people you like you've you know, worked with multiple times and stuff you get not that you can't be like comfortable and like have conversations and stuff but like yeah i feel like really you got to treat the shit as a business if you're serious about it because like you always have people coming in that are like i love your work i love this and, and like you the people are coming to butter your fucking biscuits up to think they're gonna get something free out of it 
You know what I'm saying? You you get that shit too? Uh, I used like, to, but I, I I like we should collab on yeah, something. Yeah. I love it. I love well, especially all the stuff with because you, you work right. with like the music video and you work with like models and whatnot. Like I kind of like steered away from that because yeah. I was seeing that a lot and I'm like I don't want to be. Well, and it's also that. I'm like it's just disrespectful across the board. Not like to me to the artist. I'm like they paid me to come out and do this shit. And like also I'm like do you think I just like and I do do this shit for fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But also at the same time. Like, let's be adults here. Money makes the fucking world go around. We gotta, like, I, I gotta feed myself. I got bills to pay. I got shit coming up. Like, I got you a, a wedding, wedding planned. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Plan. Like, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. That's what, like, you just, everyone needs money. Like, yeah, let's yeah. be realistic. Like, I'm not out here, like, trying to do a fucking collab with you when I could also have, like, thousands of dollars worth of edits yeah i know man it's the collab's got to be really worth it like i i mean recently i did do a collab for and i'm not exactly like like, i don't mind doing i gotta see like past the the the, just the shoot like i the way i saw it is like all right what is gonna if i do this collab i'm gonna meet a network of people that could potentially use my services and guess what when i was there shook a lot of hands kissed a lot of babies passed out business cards Mm -hmm. and now i have a few people in the pipeline or as we speak for that one free shoot. It's, it's got to make sense. And, and exactly. And that's why I'm like, see, like when it, that's what a collab is. Like where both parties are bene- like benefiting from this collab. Like they're it's like, sure, I'm getting a free shoot, but you're going to meet my network. I'm like, I do want to be around your network because I know the people you work with yeah. have cheese and I want to be part of that. You know, I want some of yeah. that cheese for myself. Well, and that's why I'm like, yeah, you like, and that's why it's like, I, yeah, I've done yeah, so I, I'm all for like I'm not. Nothing's wrong with to do, free work, yeah. but you really, if you're gonna, if you decide to do free work, you really need to sit down with that person and discuss and like really just make sure like is this is does this fit does it benefit you? both parties? Is this yeah exactly? Because then if it's if you're just seeing where it's like more of a parasitic sort of relationship where this guy's getting all free work from you and he doesn't even fucking tag you in a video. Like, you know, that's I, I, so I'm saying, like, you got to be careful with shit like yeah. that because not. Uh, I've noticed uh, that you work with pretty much the same people over and over. So that's a good sign that you guys have some sort of good correlation, good relationship. Oh, I'm, yeah. They obviously respect you and your work. And obviously, I'm sure you guys have handled the business side where it's like, all right, it's fair. We're good. There's no weirdness in between or kind of thing where someone might ghost you or whatnot. Yeah. And how is it? How have you been able to? Nurture those relationships. Um, shit. I mean, I just, I, I think I like really like learned that from like my mom too. My mom does uh, weirdly. Enough, my mom sells key fobs and stuff online, but she's just always like, she's a very like entrepreneurial person. She's done X, Y, and Z. Just all sorts of random online. Like she's a very big like e-commerce sales. But like, I just I, one thing I really like learned from her is just like the money is in repeat business like just across the board to have people coming back to you. Like, it's great to have new people coming in. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'd love having new clients come in. But really, like, to have people like to have people like on a monthly retainer, to have clients that just to build that trust and to like really know each other and build that relationship because they know what to expect. I know what to expect from them. And so that way, like when we're showing up, it's not like we're going through the fucking initial icebreaker. Like, hi, my name's Zeke. I like the color red. Like, you know, like that stupid shit. Like, you just show up and you're like half like you know like you know that person already yeah. like you just can get into it and get in the flow yeah and like I to me that's invaluable I think that's pretty fucking cool to be able to do that because it's it's hard to find those kind of people too man it absolutely is and, and when I, you find those handful of people that fuck with you and obviously they're paying you for your services it's a great feeling absolutely and that's why I think it's 
and I, like the people I work with on a consistent basis, I like I really like love and appreciate these people. One, I mean, these people help keep food on my table, like first and foremost. So like, I think really have, when you are getting into this business too, you need to really like remember this is a it's a service business. We are serving other people. Granted, yes, you don't maybe have a boss or nothing, but you your boss is your client essentially. If you kind of I guess think about it like that, you just you want to treat them like gold. These are the people that are investing their time and money into you as well. So, yeah. And it's very, it's very easy to slip up and ruin your reputation too. It takes Absolutely. a long time to build that reputation. So it's like you have a standard to hold and at that, thre- that threshold, you got to keep it there every day, well, all the time. And that's why I really like, I, when you're born, you got your word and your balls. Those are the two things that, that are yours. Those are, that's what you got. Anything else that you gain from outside sources, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, like, you got to keep your fucking word. If you say you're going to do it in two weeks, do it in two fucking weeks. You said you're going to show up at this time, show up at this time. You need to be, like, if you say it, do it. Yeah. Don't, like, because otherwise it's just fucking words. Like, I don't, we yeah. have enough fluff floating around. We don't need extra fluff. That is true. There is a lot of fluff in the world already, man. Uh, well, damn, Zeke, uh, what is it if there is a young creative that's trying to get into the music video scene? Any top three tips for them? Top three tips. Uh, hmm. Well, if you're just getting started, I would think maybe find a local artist or band or whoever, like just local musician. How do you find them? Uh, definitely Instagram. Just reach out. Like if you're in San Diego, do like hashtag San Diego artist, hashtag San Diego music scene or something like just look and then I'll, I would, People sleep on Facebook all the time. I tell, I, Facebook's fucking. It's still live. Facebook is well, I, I find a lot, I get a lot of shit from Facebook too. Interesting. You know? And that's okay. why I think it's like, people think it's like some old person thing. And yeah. yeah, a lot of the users are older, but like also at the same time, there's still millions of people on there who are looking for work and are putting their stuff out there. It's just another platform. And I think, why not use it if you have that opportunity to use that platform? You can really reach out to them like, I love your guys' music. I want to work with you guys. Now, this is, I guess I'm more speaking from a standpoint of if you haven't shot a music video yet or anything like that, this is like to reach out and offer to shoot, work with them for free, you know, essentially like, I mean, if you can try to charge, charge, but it's kind of hard at first. And especially when you don't have no work to back no yourself portfolio. up, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta work for free. Sometimes you gotta eat a little shit at the beginning. That's just, yeah. that's something I, I literally sold this to a buddy right now via text. I'm like, he's like, I don't have an old portfolio dude for this specific niche. I'm like. Go to mom and pop shop, bro. Offer either a free video or a very cheap video for them to say yes. Yeah. And there is your portfolio and your experience right there, man. And that's why I like, hey, even now, if like I want to do something, like say it's I want to do something with jewelry or some shit like that. Yeah. Like I would start start small and yeah. work up from there. Like I have no background in that. So to me, like to try to charge the same price as I would for maybe normal like corporate shoot or for a music Doesn't make video, sense. Like, it wouldn't make sense, yeah. you know, because I I don't even maybe know what work is that all entails. What it takes, yeah, you know? yeah. Okay, so like, you, you yeah. reach out and you offer them a free shoe. That's tip number one. Yeah, so I would say, yeah, definitely don't be afraid to do some free work. And then uh, two, if you say you're going to do it, just do it. Be a man of your word. Be a woman of your word. Whatever you are, say what, do what the fuck you say you're going to do. I don't care. Just do it. If that's what you said you're going to do, do it. And if something comes up, I get it. Life happens. I think that I guess my second point would be to be uh, open to communication, be good at communicating 
with those around you, especially to your clients, the people you want to work with. You really need to just and just having open communication across the board for your family, love, whatever relationships. It's going to be beneficial to you. Just learn how to express yourself, learn how to talk and learn how just to get what's in here outside here so people around you can understand what the fuck is going on because I think a lot of people just get stuck in here and we're not all in your head it's only you up there and whatever other voices you got floating around yeah definitely like you said take yourself seriously pretend like you are working with your favorite artist in the I, yeah, game right now I don't care if it's a if you're working for free pizza treat that shit as like it's a million a, dollar freaking transaction and I think that's kind of been my case for everything I treat everything exactly the same you come at it with the same like passion and intensity it's gonna like that's you, you just gotta treat treat it like it's your first job. I don't care how small the budget is, I'm treating this like a million dollar transaction. So when absolutely eventually I get to that level, like I am mentally prepared for that. I'm treating this like every other job. I'm not getting I'm not gonna become small because I see a big number because yeah. I treated this from day one. Well, like, and think about it, like look at it if it helps you yeah, as paid training. You're getting paid to like really like that's what I was trying to that's skills. what I was I yeah. took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Pay training, yeah. yeah. You're, you're training yourself. You're you're getting paid to learn yeah. a new skill or a new something. Like it's just, it. Don't be afraid of that kind of shit, man. Right. It's like, you got to get out there. Yeah. No, I totally agree, man. Um, it's, 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 it's quite on. Honestly, it's quite simple. It's very simple, man. Like I, I said those exact tips to my buddy today on the, on the phone, and it's it's not that hard. It's just. Again, like you said, like you can't be inspired to do things. You need to freaking just freaking do the work, man. It's a numbers game at the end of the day. Yeah. And then yeah. with those big numbers, you're eventually going to find the niche and avenue that you love to really do. And then you're going to find those specific clients that are going to appreciate you to, to the point where they're going to start hiring out for six months in advance. Well, and you got them as a retainer. And that's another thing you have to remember, too, is like even though maybe that client might not hire you again or they don't have a need to hire you again, they'll tell other people about you. Just word of mouth. Like if you do a good job for somebody... And so, like, say one of their friends, like, oh, man, I'm looking for, I got to shoot one of my, like, I got to shoot, like, my new, like, single coming out. Like, oh, I worked with this guy back then. And then that's, like, word of mouth is also a very it's valuable the, it's, source. It's the best uh, freaking. Well, and you, I feel like those, you start off on such a good foot because you, you already had somebody who's, like, talking good about you. Yeah, and so that's, it's, a, that's a great And then you already have a little bit of trust built there, too, because yeah. they're like, I saw his work, what he did for him. Like, it's. It, there's, yeah, there's been instances where the person couldn't necessarily afford the services, but they recommended me. Uh, someone asked, like, I need a video for this. I was like, oh, this person does video. Yeah. A little pricey. I couldn't do it, but, like, I knew he's going to kill it for you. Yeah. And uh, it's it's happened many times, man. Like, yeah. Even if even if it's someone that necessarily doesn't have the budget for it, like, you still got to treat them with respect, man. And that's Don't, across the board for everyone. Do not look down yeah. on anybody. Absolutely. You're not better than anybody. No. And uh, you never know who they know. That's the way I see things. Along with, like, I mean, my yeah. mom's taught me the value of respect since day one. So it's and, like. And I agree uh, just across the board to just people, like, just be respectful. But, yeah, and that's what I'm like, just because somebody might not be able to afford my service you don't know what they're going through well and that, exactly i'm like i don't look like oh sorry peasant you can't afford my work like what yeah, the fuck that's, that's, like, a, no, that's like, a poor way of thinking it is and that's why i just i'm like i i'm like all right yeah man like if like i'm happy to work out a payment plan and if maybe not like just hit me up down the road and we can yeah. figure something out like yeah. just keep it 
at the end of the day, I'm like, I, I get it, man. Because sometimes those people do come back. Yeah. More than, yeah, sometimes those people do refer you. Yeah. So Happens, man. So you you got to be respectful. You got to definitely don't be too cool for school. And get off your fucking high horse. Yeah. yeah. Just because you own Stay a 4K humble. camera, Stay hungry. it doesn't mean you are the shit. Like, I don't even think I am the shit. No. Like, well, that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't my, think you think that about yourself. Absolutely like, not. That's no, why no. I, I kind of fuck with these because, like, you, you're just humble, man. Like, you, you've created some crazy shit man it's like fuck man this is sick man like i love I, and then you, when i talk to you it's like you're just like a normal person man i mean there's always like i don't know i feel like there's always room for improvement on things so right. i'm like even after i finish a project that i love i'm like I, it's like oh, i could have done this I yeah i'm yeah, just like yeah. sit there that's so why i'm like it's i like to it, don't get overconfident in yourself never I, I still get butterflies before i go to shoots like i still get like i think it's you it keeps you on your toes mm-hmm. like don't go in there thinking like you got the biggest dick, basically. Yeah, yeah, you want to yeah. walk in there, just be yourself, be confident, but also at the same time, like, you got to be flexible, too, because a lot of things happen. There's a lot of moving parts on set. Someone <laughs> might be late. Someone might be too drunk. Somebody might be this or that. Like Things never go according to plan. You got to be, yeah, be like water. Just be, be willing to fill whatever the space is in front of you uh-huh. and just work through it. But I was going to say, like, my third part, like, my third tip don't get caught up on gear because I think a lot of people are gear whores and they're just like, you have to shoot this on a red or like, I've seen some people like, just like, yeah, this bad boy just makes movies here. I'm like, like, just because you have a nice camera doesn't mean you can put together something nice. It really, it absolutely doesn't mean that. For example, uh, so this, uh, we just, we've been working with uh, Fit Expo quite a bit. Uh, was it the... Oh, you, you had Sam on here before. Yes, I have. Yeah, Don't so I was on. like, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm working with Sam, and that's like one of our like shared clients is Fit Expo, and uh, yeah, they had this group come down before, and these guys were like charging like, I think they're like charging like, an arm and a leg. Yeah, just way too much for what the, the what deliverables really, were. Yeah, because like I, they they were just supposed to get like a three minute like recap of the event. Okay. And I was like, I saw the price. I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, I had to fucking raise my prices after seeing some shit. Like, so, well, then I saw their footage and it literally, these guys shot everything on red, which I was like, oh, sick. I'm going to get to like color grade some red. I was like excited. Oh, and you were the editor. I was the editor gotcha. for, well, for this first part before. And then I got the footage. And I'm like, you guys have sent me 500 gigabytes of shit. This, I was like, so these guys literally, it looked like they went to a rental house. Like, give me a red camera. And then they just walked into this building and just started firing off. Trying to figure out during the shoot kind of thing. I've never had so much trouble editing together with having like over 500 clips to work with. I've never had so much trouble putting together a video in my life. There's so much like out of focus stuff. Like, and like a little bit of shake. I don't like, I can deal with like some more little magic warp stabilizer, throw that on there. But but if you're going to get it ready, I'm assuming you have like an easy rig at least just to keep some sort of stability. Because those will have, those will have like uh, Ibis, I believe. Well, yeah. that's Definitely not autofocus for sure. Absolutely not. That's what I'm like. You can tell you guys definitely aren't shooting with a monitor and you definitely are shooting with glass that should not be on such a nice camera. You know, like just sitting there looking at that and then I was like, so now they have us going out there and shooting like their events for them. So, nice. But like, yeah, so I'm just like, I think people will just see they're like, oh, well, they shot this with a red. So like, if I get a red, then I can also shoot this just like that. I'm like, that's. Here's my double advocate. You are shooting with the one of the best mirrorless cameras in the game as we speak. The FX3. Yeah. All right, man. True. True. I, f- I feel you on that. I guess it is. I definitely could be a little hypocritical. No, but the, no, no. But the rebuttal for me, I already have your answer already, man. You started off with the A7R2. 
Well, which is an old ass camera. Yeah, and that's and why you, you built yourself up to the point where it's like, you know what? I am past this camera, kind of like similar to me with my A7 III. Yeah. I am past this camera. Like, I need something a little bit more that could that offers a little bit more for what I want to do. Yeah. So I had to get on the A7S wave. And the and that's why I'm just like, I there definitely comes a point where, yeah, like your your the equipment does matter. What you do use does matter. But like if you're just getting started. Really, if you, I think it's more important to learn how to be a storyteller. If you can still tell a beautiful story with a $300 camera, I think that's light years more important than going out and spending way too much fucking money on gear to start up with when you don't even have an idea of what you want to shoot yet. And I, I'd say this too, bro, you can still get away with shooting 1080p and H, standard HD. Like, you're, first of all, I don't most know about you. Shit, most I, of the shit I export is still 1080. I, shoot I was, was just going to say that to you. Yeah. Because if I send my fucking client a 4K file, they'll be like, they're not going to know what to do. How do I get this on my phone? Like, yeah. uh, good luck getting 26 gigabytes onto your fucking cell phone. Like, yeah, right. You can delete Candy Crush and a few of your other favorite apps there to get that there. But yeah, no, yeah. So I I edit in a 1080p uh, timeline. The podcast is shot, is edited at 1080p as well. Yeah, well I'm like, so you can get away with. 1080 slow motion, like if you, it's, guys, 4K isn't the end all be all, trust me. No, and that's why, again, that's why I think people just, like, well, my camera can shoot 4K. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, now, great, you have a 4K piece of shit, congratulations. <laughs> like, that's just like, I, you, people get so caught up on those terms where I'm like, you're really forgetting the root of this all, and that is just the passion for putting together a story. Yeah, I would definitely, along with putting together the story, because story is, at the end of the day, is, is everything. I would definitely... I can't think of that. There's a YouTube channel, though. They've done a few challenges where they do, like, they give a beginner, like, a $50,000 setup, and then they give a pro, like, a $600 setup. I've seen a few channels do that, like, full-time filmmaker and stuff. Oh, that might ones. be it. Yeah, yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah, so uh, I was like... I, I mean, yeah. And that's go. why I just think that's, like, if to watch something like that, I think, really, if you... It, that's basically... If you watch one of those videos, that's kind of the point I'm trying to get at. It's yeah. Not, it's... It, I think it is primarily it is the the shooter, not what you're shooting on. Yeah, you know, learn the triangle exposure, learn but how to frame. When you do want to start charging more for like serious jobs, and yeah, the equipment does matter. Yeah, you can't charge eight thousand dollars and then show up to a shoot with a fucking Rebel T5. That's just you know, <laughs> unless you're just I mean, unless, a G. If, if you are a fucking genius, you can pull it off. I, I'll shut the fuck up. Yeah, like I'm not Doug. If you can do that, do it, please. Show me, show me, and then I'll shut up for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just saying, like I think yeah, most people, like, you, it, there definitely comes a point where you're like, when you are, you want to invest, and it's just learning to invest in yourself yeah. too. I'll, I'll, I'll. <laughs> Fuck! I don't care. I'm tell a story. I remember working with this individual um, doing some. Uh, I think it was like a wedding or something like that. And this guy, he had a A7S camera as well. And this guy just did not have the settings off. First of all, he was shooting. No, it was the A74 actually. And he was shooting in crop mode the entire time on accident. Okay. So I see a little thingy right there because I look at his camera just to double check. I'm like, we're shooting 4K S Log three. I'm like, first of all, your exposure meter is at zero. What the fuck? You're supposed to be slightly overexposed. Well, that's why I, I, I typically like everything I shoot is like 1.3, 1.7. Yeah, that's usually the sweet spot. And is yeah. is is you're gonna have some motherfucking shadows that you cannot fight. The meters at zero. You're shooting in crop mode when I'm just asking you to film this ceremony at 4K 24. So you don't need to shoot in crop mode. And your your white balance was completely off from what I asked you for you to shoot. It's like. Little things like that. It's like, bro, like, come on, man. Like, just learn the basics, man. Learn, get to know your camera, get to know your Play settings. With, oh, yeah. I don't know how. I, I don't know if you do this, well, but like, when I got my FX3, I spent three weeks just 
playing with it. Yes. I didn't, I didn't even shoot a single project on it. Yes. I just literally played with it. Do you, do you I, have, I, do you have customized hotkeys on your, on your buttons? I don't uh, know. I don't know how intricate your camera is. I ha so, I mean, I have uh Kind of, sort of, like just at least in my menu, like sure. setup. I have at least like, you have that in your menu because yeah. you have like a favorite tab, right? Or yeah, something like just that. like so, like so, I can easily hop back and forth between twenty four frames and sixty frames. Sure, yeah. So like, I have. I, mean, I know you have like S and Q mode and that kind of. I shit, have like, everything programmed to the T. So if I need to change a certain thing, I just press a button. It's already there. Where some people like, I'm like, I hey, do. Like, I don't know your camera. I don't know how you program it, but go to the settings and. He's trying to go through like the the, the ten pages of, yeah. of folders, and like I don't even know because yeah. whatever I have well, is under is under my favorites tab. I love Sony, but Sony is the least fucking user friendly camera ever invented. But like, they're the Android of cameras. Okay, I, that's a good way to say. It. But to be fair, you could also customize your your actual menu system to your liking. So it's exactly. easy. Like yeah. so, I have a program. Yeah. I don't even know my freaking um my. The, the categories and whatnot because I have everything literally under my favorites or under my functions button or under my hotkeys and so it's like there it's like I know exactly where it's at and I memorize it so when I go when someone gives me a camera it's like fuck man I need to figure it out because well, I don't know the standard defaults see that's like especially, I've had people hit me up and they're like well what if we shoot it on my equipment instead I'm like still the same fucking price and guess what it's probably going to take us even longer because I don't know your equipment right the reason why my shit looks like it does is because I have the equipment I know the I, ins and outs that's why I'm like I like this thing might as well be attached to my fucking hand like I this I think you're going to say something else yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> that too like I know that shit man like that's just like it's just I and I think, yeah, that it really is important, no matter what gear you do have, learn that gear. Learn, learn. that. Because like, if you can master a T5, I promise you, you're going to feel a lot more comfortable picking up an FX3, FX6, picking up an R. Like, you're going to feel a little bit more confident because, granted, yes, while the interfaces are different, you, you will know the basics. And I think having a camera like that really teaches you the importance of knowing the basics and mm -hmm. like knowing your white balance. Like, especially when you're working with other people, it's very important to make sure your shit's synced up. Yeah. Like, cause if I'm shooting something that looks fucking tungsten, he's over here shooting something looking like we're in the moon, it's not gonna be good in post. Cause you can only bring that oh, shit back so doing, far. I remember doing a wedding and the exact same shit Dude, happened. Anytime I shoot with someone else, we put that shit on. We, I, like we're going to Kelvin. We're gonna both sit here and fucking look at the screens until we both can find something. It's pretty goddamn close. What you just explained is exactly what happened to me. The dude looked like he shot it in a moon, where mine was like was according according to tungsten. It's a and so wedding. Like, like I wanted to look nice and fucking warm and beautiful. I'm like <laughs> no, I don't want to feel like I'm he, in twilight. No, the like, dude just messed up. He just yeah. he, he, once I saw it, I called it. I'm like, bro, why is your white balance like this? Like, oh my god, like you can fix it in post, right? I'm like. Well, I got no fucking choice at this point. Like, I got to do it. Yeah. And <laughs> so, but that is the beautiful part about S-Log3. I will say it gives you a lot of fucking flexibility. But still, yeah, like, ideally just do that I, shit right in camera. That's, I, I'm a big advocate of getting shit done right in camera. I'm not a believer of fixing and post. I'll do it if I have to. But and I know. So fixing and post is, that is your, that's your Hail Mary last fucking, yeah, like. that is your Hail Mary. That's all, that's what you, you're like, I got nothing else in the tank. Yeah. Let me see what I can do with this. Right, right, but right. But ideally, like, that's why I like, I, when I go out and shoot, I overshoot like a motherfucker. Like, okay, when we go I'm the opposite of that. So, I, really, uh, it's like when I do music videos, I make them do full. We do music videos different. Yeah, so like music videos, yeah. I make them like, we're gonna do, like, you're gonna be so sick of singing your fucking song today. Like, we're gonna do 30 full takes of your song today. Yeah. And I don't a variety of frame rates from 24 yeah. to 60 to care. maybe like, 120. And we might only see this for one second, but yeah. we're gonna do we're gonna run through the entire Co thing. Covers your butt and and you have a lot more flexibility. Yeah. Um. But like when it comes to like even in a wedding or if I do some corporate stuff, 
I have even trained my B shooter so much to like to the point it's like, bro, do not overshoot. Like you know what you you know what I need. So just freaking do it. Maybe do a couple of takes if you need to do that, but that's as far as it goes. Yeah. So every wedding, bro, like I get pe- when people outsource me for just the shooting aspect of a wedding, yeah. And they ask like, Oh, what's your average like uh file sizes or whatnot? I'm like, Oh, for the most part, I usually shoot around this is four K sixty, four two two ten bit. Yeah. Um, for the most part, we're looking at around sixty gigabytes. And they're like, What the fuck? Like I shoot double that. And it's oh, like, yeah. No. It's like, bro, like, I just know what I need, man. Like, I know I don't need to overshoot. And each clip is going to be like five to eight seconds, maybe nine seconds, unless we're talking in like about ceremonies or like toasts and whatnot. Yeah. But it's like, I just know what I need. Well, and that's, I think now that I've been implementing more, like being heavier on pre production with people, that definitely helps out a lot yeah. on shoot. Cause then I know what I'm looking for exactly. Yeah. When I'm going out doing run and gun stuff, I'm, that motherfucker yeah, is a little I'm, different. I, like I, I don't. I barely turn record off. That thing's just running the whole fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, I, I go in there. I might have like 200 clips to work with. And we'll see right. what's in there. Right. Granted, there's probably like 70 just dog shit clips. Yeah, there, yeah. But that's, but just, that's part of the I same mean, thing that, with taking photos. I might take 3,000 photos and in there. I might find a hundred that I like. That's that, that. that's me with photos because I'm not. A, I don't consider myself a photographer. Um, yeah. But when, if someone asks me to take some photos at a video shoot, I'm like, sure. I mean, I could take photos. I know how to take photos. Yeah. But I'm like spraying. Well, and that's like. And then I'm like, fuck. I look at my catalog. It's like 500 plus. I'm like, Jesus. I'm only looking for like three photos. Like. But, uh, well, and that's also like I I love about digital shit too because I'm like unlimited. Fuck. Why not? Yeah. Like I worst case scenario, I'm just gonna throw that shit out. Like I don't like. I would much rather just sit there and like have to cull through a thousand shots and know I'm going to have what I'm looking for right. than being worried about like, fuck, I don't know if I took enough shots. I don't know if I got what I need. I just, yeah. Question. Yeah. Are you shooting with tough eight cards or um, SD still? I, so I have one, I do have one tough card and then I have, I just have a plethora. What's the, of what's the file size on that tough A? That, uh, I think it's just 64. Sheesh. That's, that's ballsy. Yeah. That's a, and you don't cap it off at the codex you're shooting at? No, really? I, yeah, I, I just, all right. Well, I, so you don't technically overshoot then if you because sixty four feel like it's nothing. So it, especially with for your camera. But some like if I do fill up my sixty four, then I switch over to my SD card. SD card, okay. Yeah. So that's like I it, always because like well that's the night I like the FX three because I can put two SD cards right. in there. Dual so slot is I, the best. Yeah, so I'll usually have that one first, and then I'll have I have like a two fifty six S like I have a two fifty six gigabyte V ninety card. I'm yeah, assuming. Just, that, um, no, so that that's the uh, fuck, I forget what it's in there. It's 256 gigabytes. Yeah, because uh, yeah. for these for the A7S, I use two V90 cards, which is like the little brother to the tough A cards. Okay. Um, and 256 as well. So I mean, they're like pretty much a dollar per gig. Yeah. So I was dumb one time. Right there. I bought a fucking tough memory card, and I was stupid because I was like, "Oh, this is good." I was like, "This is a great fucking deal." It's just like a indestructible SD card. I was like, oh my fucking God. I was like, this is not. <laughs> like right uh, now I can fucking run my SD card over. <laughs> when would that happen? You know? I'm just going to leave my pocket. It was like save me one day if I yeah, get shot. You know, yeah. it's like my SD card stopped. <laughs> well, Zeke, uh, it's been a pleasure having you, man. It's yeah, been a pleasure you reconnecting me. you again, man. We got to definitely link up again. Um, if you guys want to reach out to Zeke, if you're an aspiring music videographer, this guy has all the answers for you. Reach out to him. His link will be in the description. Um, and definitely tap in, man. Uh, Zeke, it's been a pleasure, man. And uh, we'll catch you guys later.